You are listening to a podcast from Rocky Mountain Christian Ministries. For more information about our church, please visit us at rmcmchurch.org. Okay, listen, we're going to, uh, I'm just going to share a couple of verses with you. We're going to begin really next week talking about uh, the relationship basically between grace and faith. You can, why don't you turn over to Romans uh, chapter 5, and we'll just look at a couple of verses here this morning. You still, you ready to hear the word? All right. Um, I've just been coming back to some of these passages. What I have up there for you, of course, is uh, Romans, oh, no, I don't. Now what I have up there for you is Romans chapter 5, verse 2. This is one of these little verses that we can just read past so easily. And, um, but there's so much in it. And everything that we, let me back up even from there, where we stand today with God. Most of you in this room, if not all of you in this room, have at some point accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Our entrance into that relationship, that relationship is given and offered to us by grace. And we receive it by faith. And the scripture tells us that. This relationship between grace and faith is interconnected. Faith, these verses are going to tell us, faith is how we access the grace of God. It's how we plug in to the grace of God. And I, and I just want to take just a couple moments this morning. In fact, we're going to have to back up to verse 1 and I'm, uh, of Romans chapter 5. And I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Bible this morning. And we'll just think through a, a few of these terms. I'll make a couple statements to you and then... Uh, will be done today. So again, if you don't have an Amplified Bible in front of you, then you know just, just listen. I like the way it breaks it out. Romans 5.1, it says, Therefore, since we are justified, notice the tense, this is, who, this is who we are and where we are. We are justified. And that word justified means acquitted, declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith. Since we are justified by faith. That word justified, just like the scripture said there, it means you've been acquitted. It means you have gone before the judge and you have been declared not guilty. And that's where we stand, not because of anything we've done or anything we ever could do, but because of what Jesus did. When we come before God, we stand before him declared not guilty. Even though every one of us have sinned, and do sin because of what Jesus has done in God's eyes, because he looks through the cross, we have been declared not guilty. And you can just think about that changes your life. You live differently when you think you may be declared guilty. You know, you, you uh, well, you do a variety of things, but some people run from the law and hide, right? You run from the authorities when you're guilty and you know it and you're thinking you're going to get caught. That's very different than when you've gone before the judge and you've been declared clean, not guilty, go free. You live completely differently. And so it says, by faith in Jesus, we are justified, first of all. And it says, because of that, since we are justified, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and enjoy 
peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So the idea is when I come before God, I've got to remember even on my worst day, even when I've sinned, it's his grace that opens the door for repentance. It's his grace that makes available to me the fact that I can come to him and I can, I can express sorrow. That's a part of repentance. But I can come to him and, and connect with him because of what Jesus did and I can change my thinking and change my direction, which is really what repentance is all about. So he says, you know, since we've been justified, let us grasp the fact that we are reconciled. The relationship has been made right. And then in verse 2, which is on your screen, it says, through him, we also have our entrance, our access, our entrance, our introduction by faith into this grace, this state of God's favor in which we firmly and, and safely stand. That verse that we have access by faith into a state of grace, a state of God's favor, is an incredibly important verse. We understand and I don't have time to go through it all this morning, but when we talk about grace, most of us grew up, we we learned grace is the unmerited favor of God. That's true. You cannot earn God's favor. You cannot earn, excuse me, this position of acceptance and favor and blessing. It only comes by putting faith in Jesus. But grace also throughout the New Testament, that word is also used of a divine flow of that favor. Of um, it, It's not just from God's side, the fact that, that he, he favors us, he blesses us, we are accepted, that's part of it. But it is a flow of divine favor that enables us to be and to do what we could never be and do on our own. Paul calls, Paul refers to his calling in life as an apostle. He calls that a grace. It is a, it is a, it is a calling that came because God, he was in right relationship with God and it was a position, it was a calling that came through grace. He didn't earn it. It wasn't because he was so smart. It was, you know, if it was because Paul was well-trained and everything, okay, let's talk about Peter then, all right? Peter, fisherman, gruff, uh, always saying the wrong thing, also called to be an apostle, all right? The, all, anything God calls you to do He empowers you to do through grace and by grace. It's not because of anything that we could do. That doesn't mean our behavior doesn't matter. The point is um, that the scripture tells us that we are saved by grace through faith and that we're not saved by works, by anything we have done. We'll we'll have to look at this next week. I just can't get over there. I'll... We're not saved because of any works that we have done, but it's by grace and we receive that salvation through faith. It's, and, the, and then it says that it tells us we're new creations. It tells us we are his masterpiece, his workmanship in Christ. And that he saved us so that we can do the works that he established for us and called for us ahead of time. In other words, we don't do the things we do to get God's favor. We do the things we do 
because we stand in favor. We stand in grace. We don't read our Bibles on a regular basis to impress God. We read our Bibles on a regular basis because we are impressed with God. Because he has favored us. He has invited us in. We want to know him better. But this verse back in Romans chapter 5, verse 2, it says, the access, how we plug in to this flow of divine favor and this flow of divine ability called grace, we access that through faith. It is through something that happens in our heart. It is trust in the Lord. It is confidence in his faithfulness. And that confidence plugs into grace. That is not just a salvation scripture. That, yes, and this is one of those things you've got to think about in the scripture. Yes, we stand, it says, in a state of grace. We stand in this, this pool, this condition, this environment, this atmosphere of God's favor and blessing, and yet... All along the way with each thing that God calls, uh, it's what, what is required of us is to plug into that grace by faith and to receive what grace is offering. Does that make sense to you? So it doesn't matter if, if you need healing for your body. It comes by grace. But faith plugs into it and receives. If you need an answer for something going on in your life, the Lord has the wisdom for you. He said, you can have it. He said, ask me, will we ask in faith, right? Faith is like an electric, you know, like a cord that plugs into what God has already provided, all provided through grace. And, and we're going to see as we go on with this, how we grow in faith, how we uh, you know, how faith develops in us. It's not this still, even this, where, where we understand that, yeah, we got, we've got to have faith in our hearts and exercise faith toward God. That's not a challenge to our ability either because God gives the faith. It's just an amazing thing. He gives us hope. Hope becomes the track that faith runs on. He births these things in us. It's all built in relationship. And that's what one of the things I've got to say to you this morning is that everything we ever have in the Lord, everything we have received, everything we ever will receive, it's all based in relationship. It's based in the fact that we stand in this place of unconditional love, what Jesus has done for us. It's all relationship-based. And any time that we start to bring any legalism, any I'm going to earn it, or it's, it's required of me before I can re receive something from God, any time we introduce legalism into any relationship, it kills the relationship. Relationship is based on love. Relationship is based on laying down one another's life, of thinking the best of the other person, of living life for the other person's good. That's what relationship is based on. And any time we start to introduce that tally board, well, I've done this, so you better do that. Or I did this, so God, you need to do this. All right. Any time we start to enter into legalism at any level, we're killing the relationship. Relationship, um, grace and works are opposites, and they never mix, and they never can. So everything we've ever received from God, I believe, 
we've received by faith. It's not always our faith. Sometimes it's somebody else's faith praying for us. But everything that comes from God, and I'm just going to leave it right there this morning, it is given by grace, but we have to plug into it through faith. All right? We're gonna, we'll pick that up next week and talk about it. Let's just pray together. Wow, I have three minutes left. Yeah, yeah, I better save it up, huh? Okay. Whoops. Oh, I'm skipping through. You can't see those. You don't get to see those yet. All right, let's stand up and pray this morning. We've had a good time in church, haven't we? Let's stand up and pray. And then after we're finished here, as I encourage you to talk to Joseph and Malaya, hook up with them, and uh, we're going to be up here, and Bonnie specifically asked if she could pray for anybody who has sickness in their body this morning after church. So if you need prayer for healing, Bonnie's going to come up. She feels anointed for that this morning. Father, we thank you so much. God, you're just amazing. You're amazing. Lord, we, we are so eternally grateful for Jesus Christ and for what he has done for us. And Lord, for the fact that this is just, Lord, I, I just pray, Holy Spirit, come and just get this into our heads and hearts, Lord, that we stand today in an atmosphere of favor and acceptance with you. And boy, as I'm praying, that just comes up in me. That is regardless of our past. It is regardless of some of the things we do now. It is based entirely and solely and unchangeably on the work of Jesus Christ at the cross. And so, Father, we thank you so much for that. I pray that every one of our hearts would continue to grow in that truth and know that we are your children. And, Father, from that, yes, we grow up and we bear fruit. And we thank you for all of it, Lord. As we go out this week, Father, we believe you open opportunities before us. And Lord, your word tells us not to miss them. It tells us to have our eyes open and be aware of the opportunities that you set before us to share your word and share your life and bless people. And we go out, Father, as your church, as your people into this community to serve and to bless and to love. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to say it on the count of three. Jesus is Lord over the Gunnison Basin and the world, and we'll be dismissed. One, two, three. Jesus is Lord over the Gunnison Basin and the world. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Rocky Mountain Christian Ministries in Gunnison, Colorado. We hope you will visit us at rmcmchurch.org, like our Facebook page, or subscribe to our messages on YouTube.